welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Let's chat some biking here on the Kona Edge today. I am Brad Brown. It's awesome to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of the podcast. And uh, this one, once again, brought to you by the Wahoo Kicker. If you're looking for an indoor trainer, uh, you cannot go wrong. Let me tell you uh, all the details coming up, exactly how you can uh, get your Wahoo Kicker. But if you'd like to find out more, all you need to do is text the word indoor. That's I-N-D-O-O-R to 44222 and I will send you all the details that's the word indoor to 44222 uh, go check it out and uh, yeah by doing so it really helps us uh, keep things going here at the Kona Edge Today's Coach's Corner is brought to you by Doug Guthrie Personal Training. Doug has a passion for seeing people improve and succeed. A 14 times Ironman finisher, two of those on the Big Island, a USA T-Level 1 certified coach, head coach of the YMCA Tri-Team, Doug has the unique ability to meet athletes wherever they are in their journey. His motivation comes from helping athletes improve and meet their goals at any skill level. As a self-coach, two-times Kona qualifier and finisher, Doug's experience places him in the shoes of those training for their first sprint to those who need to know what has to be adjusted in their plan to get them to the next level in order to qualify for the World Championships. Discover more about Doug, head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching and don't forget if you're a coach or if you have a coaching business and would like to get a plug on the podcast, head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Punch that to Viking. We head back to Sydney, Australia to catch up with Jackie Foley. Jackie, welcome back onto to the podcast. You come from a, a strong swimming background. So how would you rate your bike? I mean, would you say that's your, your second best or would you, would you rate your run a bit better than your bike right now? Um, I would rate my run a little bit better. Um, I think I have, a, I have a pretty long, lean build that looks like a runner build. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, bike is my weakest, so it's something I do need to spend a lot of time on. But that that in in itself is a, is a good thing because it's it's the longest leg of of a triathlon. So there's lots of yeah. lots of lots of time to be made up there. You you must uh, going forward uh, look look forward to to sort of big improvements still. Yes, yeah, that's definitely the area I can um, see myself dropping the most time in. Over your your triathlon career, looking at your your bike, what what are some of the things you've done that that have really moved the needle that that have helped you sort of get better and stronger on the bike? Um, I think one thing is um, outdoor rides, getting hills in. I think that gives us a lot of strength um, to be doing hill work. So you know, I might be doing a five hour ride, but I keep it with some rolling hills in there. Um, and then also, I might on shorter rides find a good hill climb and repeated a few times okay you also mentioned that you do quite a bit on the indoor trainer uh and and for intensity that's really good tell me a little about some mm-hmm. of those those indoor training sets that you do i do so so during the week uh, most of my bike is on the trainer and again i i had mentioned in swimming i like long warm-ups i usually do 20 minutes of just warming up and some of it has to do with a lot of the rides are at 5 a.m and i'm still waking up <laughs> Um, and then, and then I gradually get into hard workouts. I usually start off. So like a 20 minute warm up, and then 20 minutes where I'm one minute all out one minute off. 
Um, so do that. And then I, and then I'll start into doing some sets where I'm doing five minute blocks at certain Watts. So I might do five, five minutes at 160 and then five minutes at 210. And I just, I switch up the Watts a bit. On your, your, I mean, that's on, on the indoor, are you sitting on your, your bike on, on like a Wahoo kicker as an example, or are you on a, on a Watt bike? Have, have you got a power meter on your bike? Um, so we have CompuTrainer. So okay. I don't have a power meter on my bike, so I have nothing outside. But through the CompuTrainer program, I can see the watts on the computer screen. How, how does that? Talk? And that's the only time I'm ever looking at power is, on, power is when I'm on the trainer. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask. How do you? How do you sort of? Do you have you learned what 160 watts, for example, feels like? That you can then put that out on the road, not knowing the exact number, but knowing what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm essentially doing, um, not having the power on my bike. But I do end up spending enough time on the trainer that I start to get a feel mm. for what that is. Um, for example, my husband was out of town for the past couple weeks, so everything I did 10 hours a week, and I'm not training for anything, so I guess that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, and it was all trainer ride. So, I, you know, I really start to get zoned into just what it feels like. Yeah. And and your favorite ride, like I mean, if if you could only do one ride a week and it had to be your favorite, what would you what would you do over and over and over? Um, probably similar to what I just told you. Okay, that's that's something I think because I can mentally stick with it. And when when you're on the trainer, you know, I'm out in the garage and I'm by myself, and you need something that keeps you mentally focused. How do you stay mentally focused on on an indoor trainer? I mean, it's 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 almost like running on a treadmill. It can become mindless. What do you do to sort of keep yourself in that zone? I usually break it into smaller chunks. Um, a good example was when I trained for my first Ironman, um, Ironman Malaysia. We were living in Singapore, and the air quality was poor, so I was doing my six hour rides on the trainer because yeah. I wasn't able to work out outside. And and everything was broken into. I ha everything was like two-hour chunks, so it felt like t three two-hour workouts. I'd wake up early, and I'd leave the lights off and just ride in the dark for two hours, and wow. it would be quiet, and I would just be in my own thoughts. And then the kids would wake up, and I'd have two hours where they're watching kids shows in the room, and I could chat with them and get refills on nutrition. And then my husband usually would take him out for the last two hours, and then it was back to me and my thoughts, but it was daylight, and I had the view out of our condo window. And so I just kind of thought of it in smaller chunks. Well, that's uh, I can't wrap my head around six hours an indoor trainer. Massive respect. Uh, it's yeah. I, well, I'm still going back and wondering how I did it, but it was the necessity <laughs> at the time. Now I, I guess that's exactly it. Uh, I mean, but but yeah, it, it, it'll make you mentally tough. There's no two ways about that. Uh, and and exactly. on those those long lonely Ironman race rides, uh, I think it it probably does help. Uh, Jackie, great to catch up. Look forward to chatting about your run next time out. But we'll save that uh, for next week. Thanks for your time today. All right, sounds good. Thank you. This episode of The Cone Edge is brought to you by the Wahoo Kicker. Whether you're looking for the accuracy and control of a direct drive bike trainer or the flexibility and convenience of a wheel-on solution, Kicker and Kicker Snap are two distinct indoor training solutions. Kicker Indoor Trainer's large flywheel uses new algorithms to improve responsiveness and better replicate the sensation of riding on the road. 
So whether free riding or using online platforms like Zwift and Trainer Road, you'll have the same experience you feel on your favorite outdoor rides. To check out their phenomenal range, head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash indoor. That's thekonaedge.com forward slash indoor. That's it for this edition of the Kona Edge. Thank you so much uh, to our guest Jackie Foley once again. And uh, thank you to you, Nikki Gillies in Australia, for leaving us a five-star review saying, I love this tri-podcast. I love listening to the Kona Edge. I often listen in the car when training uh, and when training. Lots of short shows you can listen to any time and longer ones too. So many great tri-specific topics discussed and really interesting interviews and discussions with notable triathletes. Definitely worth subscribing to and adding to your playlists. Nikki, thank you uh, for that. iTunes reviewed is hugely appreciated. And, uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time to, to connect with us. Don't forget, if you'd like to connect, we're on social media. Uh, you can find me at Big Brad Brown across pretty much all the platforms, or you can uh, reach out to the Kona Edge as well. Uh, you can find us at the Kona Edge on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you hang out uh, on social media. So uh, do reach out, come say hi, and, uh, yeah, we've got a pretty active uh, Kona Edge Facebook group as well. If you'd like to join it, all you need to do is uh, head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash Facebook, and it'll redirect you there straight away. That's thekonaedge.com forward slash Facebook. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.